Thank you guys so much for listening to Honey and Hustle. We are a visual podcast that features conversations with small business owners, creative entrepreneurs, and those in the nonprofit community. We're so glad that we started sharing our podcast here on Anchor FM. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and it will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on all the major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you're listening to this right now, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. What's up, guys? This is Angela. I'm here with John and Tamara on this episode of Honey and Hustle. Um, John, you guys may have seen before on a previous episode. He's a career group. He's a realtor here in Raleigh. And he introduced me to our new friend, Tamara. Well, new to me. <laughs> old friend to John. Yeah. Um, who has started her own nonprofit called Job for Good. Um, I think it's really amazing that nonprofits in nature are businesses that are dedicated to highlighting their cause, highlighting a population of people that they really feel um, want to have inclusivity in our society and in our communities. Um, so I'd love to turn it over to Tamara to learn more about what you do and why you started Job for Good. Um, okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, my name is Tamara Friend. Um, a lot of people know me as Tamara Stevenson. <laughs> um, but I started Jog for Good with my twin sister, Tara, and my cousin, Ashley. And we were talking one day about what was going on on the news and um, what we've been seeing. And um, I asked them, honestly, is there, should I be wearing a shirt that says I'm just jogging so that people know that I'm not out robbing houses or doing something nefarious that's gonna end me in jail or end my life? And um, we kind of laughed it off, but it's a very serious issue. Um, living in Raleigh, we, we do feel really safe, but um, we do recognize that people in other parts of the country don't feel as safe as we do, and um, they need a voice. They need um, an advocate behind them. And so we started Jog for Good um, initially to start giving to these organizations that were helping our community, organizations like um, the Southern Poverty Law Center, who's not just focused on race issues, but um, all kinds of social injustices that include the LGBTQ community um, and people of color, people from an impoverished background. Um, so our hope is to one day Everyone in every part of this country feels as safe as we do living in Raleigh. Yeah, awesome. Um, and just to, I guess, move forward with what you're talking about in nonprofits, there's so many facets to that because there's the activism, you know, there's education, but there's also fundraising, right? So getting money in the hands of people who can create change at a policy level and at an interpersonal level as well. Um, and of course, maybe I'm biased because Southern Poverty Law Centers. Um, Older than my state of Alabama, so little ties. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's great that you have identified organizations that aren't, you know, just political in nature, aren't just um, race based in nature, but really truly are focused on um, just creating positive change. 
and really reaching across, you know, party lines, you know, any kind of line that you have in society just to create good and start conversations around something that's meaningful. So how did you choose those those organizations that you chose? And like, what's the, is there like dots that you want to connect between them, um, like holistically? Uh, initially, when we were looking at choosing these organizations, we were thinking, you know, we really want to keep it local. Um, my sister, Tara, who lives up in Ohio, um, picked the Ohio Organizing Coalition. Um, and the Southern Poverty Law Center was chosen because we are, my husband and I already donate to the Southern Poverty Law Center. So it was um, something that already a cause that was near and dear to our heart. Mm -hmm. um, so when it comes to starting a nonprofit, I mean, a lot of times it's associated with, you know, grant funds, self-funding, private donors, things of that nature. What would you say about people who are maybe interested in taking the risk to create an organization for a cause or for a population of people um, that are maybe hesitant about where the money is going to come from for them to actually do what they want to do or to reach the people that they want to reach? Um, so I will say that Job for Good was started 100% out of our own pockets. Uh, we don't, it, we haven't accepted any grant funding. Um, we thought if we're going to make t-shirts and people are going to want to wear those t-shirts, then the least we can do is send that, um, donate those proceeds to an organization that's going to help the cause. Um, it doesn't, it took very little. It was, I think we spent less than a thousand dollars to get this um, up and off the ground. Um, we all kind of tried to organize around our know-how. Um, I know how to build websites. My sister knows a lot about starting a business. She owns her own business up in Columbus with her wife. Um, and my cousin knows a lot about um, social policy. She's very active on um, Twitter. I think she has over 13,000 followers, which is kind of insane. That's a good following. <laughs> I think I have like 100. <laughs> so like we talk about like entrepreneurship and like building businesses, right? In some of our like past videos, like um, and Tana, cause, because I know you, I know you do like, you know, you, you do um, BVB, like um, arrivals, right? Mm -hmm. So what is it that, um, like, how do you bring that all together, right? All those skill sets to to be successful for Jock for Good? Oh, that is a very good question. I wish you would have told me about these questions so I can prepare. No, this is off the dome. No, you just gotta keep it real. Uh, so as John stated, I am very active at, at the Alzheimer's Association. Uh, my great-grandmother had Alzheimer's, so it's something that is another um, cause that's near and dear to our hearts. We've raised hundreds of thousands of dollars since I've been working with that organization and learning the ins and outs of um, nonprofits and how to navigate those sponsorships fields and kind of get sponsors had has lent a hand in allowing me to establish this or allowing us to establish this organization and grow it from the ground up. Um, Tara was also also heavily involved in the Alzheimer's Association. Ashley is also very heavily involved in local nonprofits as well. She also worked with the Alzheimer's Association and she works with other local political organizations mm -hmm. as a um, grassroots effort to get people out to vote and to get candidates in front of people who um, might not know that these candidates exist who support policies that are close to closer to people, hits close to home. Mm -hmm. um, 
So one thing I find that um, in business, and John, you can tell me if this has been your experience as well, but one thing I was told very early on when I started this business is not to put my political or religious views out there. Not because there's anything wrong with them, but because at the end of the day, you'll never 100% agree with anyone or any everything that you agree with. Um, and so it could be a, a deterrent for people wanting to um, do business with you. Um, and with a nonprofit, it's inherently personal. It's inherently something that you're passionate about, something that you care deeply about. Um, and so how do you kind of navigate that space where it's you know something that is kind of political, but also is something personal and something that you feel um, is a just cause? Um, it's interesting to me when people say, you know, this is a political topic because, um, you know, it's almost as if, you know, walking around with brown skin um, automatically makes you political these days. Um, and that shouldn't be the case. And that's one of the optics that we're trying to change. It's this is not just um, a people of color problem. This is a nationwide systemic issue that should not be in anyone's on anyone's political scales or it shouldn't be used as political gain that should 100% be used to try to improve people's lives and so um, if someone were to tell me you know this is a very political topic that you're um, you're trying to broach or a subject that you're trying to broach it's you know we're not my purpose is not to be political. My purpose is to bring this conversation to the table. And hopefully with these, um, with the organizations that we're choosing to support and with the t-shirts the that we're making, it starts a conversation. Because if people aren't even coming to the table for a conversation, then we can't really move forward. We move nowhere. Yeah, I think like based on what you say, people you know they, they gravitate towards what charities, nonprofits they want to want to donate towards. Right, it's something they have a passion for. Like my son had heart surgery, so we we, we donate to Men's Little Hearts, right? Because it's something that we went through, you know, as parents um, with our son. So now we're like, okay, this is something that means something to us because this organization helped us get through a tough time in our life, right? So yeah, it's definitely going to be very subjective to people, like how they choose to um, donate towards towards any nonprofit. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so when it comes to creating conversations about not only your nonprofit but the cause that it stands for, um, how do you hope to facilitate those conversations to create change and to create um, inspiration for people to feel led to donate or led to participate in your cause? Um, uh, again, another good question. <laughs> um, <You're deep>. So, <laughs> I feel like right now it's really, really difficult to have a conversation because everyone is sequestered in their houses, um, social distancing, and really further removing their themselves from the conversation. Um, and our hope is to. Um, our hope is to kind of start the conversation. I have um, I have friends who actually text me and said, "Hey, should I be getting a I'm just jogging T-shirt?" I mean, I'm white. I, I know that people aren't going to look at me and target me um, when I'm running. I know that I'm 100% safe. But I think that's that is the point. 
is that you're wearing this t-shirt to support and yeah in solidarity yeah. um you're showing people that you know I, I think when if you're white and you're wearing the t-shirt people are gonna be like well why is she wearing that t-shirt and there you go there's the conversation yeah it's now it's that recognition that there is a disparity you don't you don't have to wear that t-shirt and tell people that you're just jogging because people can see it by your skin color that they don't need to assume that you're out robbing houses yeah I don't even like to jog <laughs> <laughs> so if you're wearing a t-shirt and you're shopping you're like dude you're shopping you know? <laughs> well you have, the, you have the mask too right they say I'm just shopping yeah right? <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I mean, this t-shirt was really, um, the I'm just jogging concept was um, made in memory of Ahmad Arbery. Mm -hmm. So it's not, you know, we understand that everybody isn't, you know, every black person who goes out to jog doesn't get shot. That's not what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. But does it, you know, does it cross our mind when we go out to jog that we might be a little bit unsafe, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. As soon as I saw like your um, the name for your business, that's immediately what I thought of. You know, even though this is an incident that really happened in February, it didn't really get press until recently mm -hmm. of this year. And I think um, timing is important when you launch a business or launch an idea or try to start a conversation around a certain topic. You kind of have to read the room and kind of see like. What are people talking about right now? What are people interested in talking about right now? And why are they interested? And how can we contribute positively to that conversation? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's a good time, right? Because people are we're quarantining, you know, for the most part, and people are, are probably spending time researching, you know, these things and bringing awareness to themselves, or just hopefully educating themselves on what's going on in the world, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think it's really important for people to realize being on. Um, social media platforms that you kind of, you can get yourself um, in a situation where you're not being completely open to um, different types of conversations um, and kind of step out. It's important for you to step outside of your comfort zone and start to ask those really hard questions. Yeah. And how do you do that when you're not really hanging out that much anymore? Yeah. yeah. So like, what's your what's your definition of success for Jog for Good? Like, when you feel like, hey, this is this has been successful. Um... So I I feel like if we even reach one person, then um, we've experienced a level of success. Um, and I, I don't. Our intention was not to, um, you know, be like in. Uh, in front of the world saying, you know, here's our cause. But our intention was really to um, start the conversation and feel like we're doing something, anything, not just sitting and staying silent, but uh, getting up and trying attempt to um, change people's concepts and viewpoints. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think awesome. So what advice would you have for someone who is maybe on the fence about starting a nonprofit. Maybe they feel like there's not a big enough audience, or maybe they feel like um, they don't know how to use their platform to create a conversation that's meaningful around something they're passionate about. What 
advice would you have for someone who is kind of in that position and maybe just needs a little motivation to take that extra step and go ahead and get started as a nonprofit? Um, I would say do your research and don't be afraid to reach out and ask questions. If you have um, if you have someone who you see that has been successful, um, go ahead and reach out. People are not really shy about having these um, conversations. There's um, obviously there's a little bit of um, effort that you have to put into it. I'm not gonna say a little bit. There's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's a business, right? Yeah, it is a business, and you have to um, have a certain level of commitment. But um, even if you feel like you don't necessarily have the support now, there's people out there who are who will be extremely supportive. And even if you can just find that one person who supports you, um, sometimes that's all you need. Mm. So what are like some of the skill sets that you're taking from your you know your education background, your work background? Like what are you using to, and even like your experience in nonprofit with like ALZ. Like what are you? What are the biggest skill sets that you're using that people might want to learn or kind of start to research? Like you said, um, what's really important for if you want to start a nonprofit is to have the right allies in your corner. I mean, everybody can't know everything. If it was just yeah. me running this business, then I would. It would take me a lot longer, and I probably would have a very difficult time. <laughs> so, so we we talk about networking and how it how it helps our businesses, right? So. Like, like what are some people you've met with that have helped you kind of like get this thing launched off? Um, so right now uh, I'm working with um, a local business in Raleigh getting the um, t-shirts printed. Um, they've been really great. They've been really fast. Um, Raleigh screen print. Okay. And then um, working with a local uh, mask designer yeah. um, here in Raleigh, Custom Threads. Um, I think just, and that's something that I've um, gotten from um, working with Bonds versus Brunettes, Rivals, Raleigh, is these business contacts. Yeah, you have yep. an existing an existing relationship, so now they they want to work with you, you want to work with them because you have that rapport. And, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, awesome. So getting out and networking in the community is paramount. Yeah. And I think that's one of the most difficult parts about starting. Uh, business, let alone nonprofit, right now. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't go out and you can't be in people in front of people. Yeah. There is virtual networking. Whether or not it's the same or as effective as you would like it to be, I don't know. But you know, it exists. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Well, thank you so much for talking with me. Thank you, John, for being an awesome co-host for today. You're welcome. You guys, if you want a jog for good T-shirt, how do we get one? Uh, go to jogforgood.com. You can also visit our Facebook page, Jog for Good. And we also have a Twitter page, Jog for Good, at Jog for Good, and Instagram. And if, what if we want to donate? If you want to donate, um, if you want to be a sponsor or donate directly, I would encourage you to reach out to us at jogforgood at gmail.com. Um, and you can always donate to... Uh, the Southern Poverty Law Center, the Ohio Organizing Co Coalition, on your own as well, if those are organizations you wish to donate to directly. So are you, last question, are you guys gonna try and like put together kind of like a 5K, some kind of like event, and what's that gonna look like, and is there a timeline for that? Yeah, you read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so our hope is to not necessarily put together a 5K, but to yeah. put together a group of people who are um, 
running under the team name, Jog for Good. Awesome, okay. Nice, nice. Love it, love it so much. I don't run, but I appreciate the concept. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> yeah. But again, thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you guys so much for being an awesome guest. Like this video if you liked it. Leave us a comment. Um, if you're interested in starting a nonprofit, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And we'll see you guys in the next video. Follow him on Instagram. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Bye.